and welcome to the Passion for Fashion podcast. I'm your host, Misha Cora. In today's episode, I'm discussing relevant sections of an academic fashion paper titled Dress, Gender, and the Embodiment of Age, Men and Masculinities by Julia Twigg. The paper is focused on the constitution of embodied masculinity and age, and it's structured into one, introduction, two, masculinities and age, three, dress and masculinities, four, methods, five, dress and its relationship to age, six, too young, too old, seven, dress as moral engagement, eight, gendered body and age, and nine, conclusion. This qualitative paper is based on interviews with 24 men between the ages of 58 to 85. Twig claims she recruited from a range of social classes, occupations, sexualities, employment statuses, and relationship statuses, but the 50s and 60s are completely different from the 70s and 80s. It would have been better if she targeted a much wider sample size and then divided the paper with results from 50s and 60s in one section, and then 70s and 80s in another section. The reason for this is because men's virtue is tested when they're in power, which lasts from around age 35 to age 69, and then the power balance reverts and evens out again from age 70 until death. It's vital to see how men behave when they're in power versus when they're versus when they're so ugly and old nobody would want them other than their wives or perhaps an easy-to-identify bimbo. The only men getting girls in their 70s and 80s do so because of their success. It has to be a very high level of success, and they're not going to get top-tier people, just gold diggers a la Anna Nicole Smith. In practice, this means women are better off engaging in age heterogamy with a good man of good character, as this will net a result where the woman always holds the power in the relationship through every life stage. I wrote all about this in my undergraduate senior thesis and in my book. Anyway, on to the results. To nobody's surprise, Twig discovers that men find embodiment and appearance less important until serious bodily decline sets in. The majority of men fail to see their apparel choices through a fashion lens, and the only ones who do see it through a fashion lens are creatives who dress flamboyantly and flashily because they derive status from their visual identity. Most men aren't inclined visually, but they do see clothing as a way to convey social standing and traditional masculine social authority. I imagine this must be why people in my dad's age group continue to buy Todd's loafers and so on. They still want to present as masculine and traditional, even though they're old and have wrinkles. Twig summarizes the four key findings as follows. That men continue to dress as they did when they were younger, since age is less of a challenge for them than women. Two, that responses weren't affected by cultural concerns, meaning men are boring and traditional no matter where you go. Three, Dress could be a part of a wider moral engagement embodying old-fashioned values. And four, some men retain aspects of earlier gender privilege. Getting older is harsher for women than men, which isn't a surprise to anyone. Though I must say, I'm looking forward to getting older because I'm an old soul and, I suppose, wise beyond my years. That's all for now. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe for more posts in the future. (laughs) 